Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. We're super excited to have two people that have not been on the podcast before, but are no strangers if you've ever tuned into our YouTube videos. Uh, they have been on those, well, since the beginning of COVID when we started this thing. And it is my brother, Larry Booker, and brother Danny Torado. And they have been in it from, you know, I'll let them tell us. Uh, brother Larry, I guess we'll start with you. How long have you been in Sunday school and what got you in in the first place? Yeah. So I've been teaching in around Sunday school at least eight years. I think it's probably closer to 10 years. Has it been that long? Yeah, I started Unreal. when when my daughter... Natalia was really going into the, uh, the, I think the five to six year old class. Wow! And so I start started there working with um, a couple pretty pretty cool guys, Julian, and um, so I really got a taste of Sunday school. And it's just one of those things once you start doing it, there's no way to ever give it up. So I just motivated every day by going in and, and actually getting to have a great time with all the helpers and with all the kids. So eight to ten years. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, it feels like last week when you started. I mean, not that recently. I know it's been a while, but I, I honestly would have guessed three or four years. That is wild. Unbelievable. Time goes by fast when you're having fun. Sure and Brother Danny, how long have you been involved in Sunday school in the lighthouse? And overall, if you were involved before that. Um, let's see. I was a little bit involved in my old church, uh, probably for about a year. Uh, came here in 2015, uh, and then I started in 2006. 16 maybe so five four years. or five years um and what got me into it really was uh just wanting kids to be saved you know help teaching them the word of god and so it just really motivates me a lot to keep me going uh, and that their their little brains can be filled with the word of god you know yep. and everything that we do so yeah. that just motivates me well, you are really good at that in many ways. Not just, not just Sunday school. You also have Family Time Radio. Yes. Which um, is where it's like a Pentecostal Adventures Odyssey for a very simplistic way of explaining it to everybody. Yeah. Um, it's Apostolic Family Time Radio. Um, and we do have right now a couple of stories out. Uh, it's really good. And that's kind of what made me start it, that the, the Apostolic Family Time Radio was our Sunday school so that they can have uh, something to take home. The bus kids can take home for free and share with their family and just kind of give them something to take home. Yeah, well, it, it's always bothered me that, that there are such great assets out there, uh, but not a great majority of them are apostolic. Let's just right. put it that way. Uh, I love Adventures in Odyssey. My kids love it. They're, they're great. They're quality. They, they tell good stories, but they're not doctrinally accurate, and it drives me crazy. Uh, yeah, I know my kids, every episode, they, they point out, hey, they got the doctrine wrong on this and this. I'm like, well, I'm glad you're catching it. I, I'm glad they're catching it. From an things, apostolic yeah. perspective. And that's one of the things that got me doing it is because my kids listened to it too, and I was just like, oh, that's not right. That's not right. When you, you know? got it on repeat, you know, I just, in my head, I'm thinking, man, I know our kids know it, but I hate them hearing that. Yeah. I just hate it. It drives me nuts. It makes me want to, like, just go on there and just kind of white noise it out and mm -hmm. talk on top of it. <laughs> yep. uh, anyway, uh, but you do got, you do that. And also, both of you are heavily involved in Bible quizzing, which is another great way of putting the Word of God in these kids' hearts. Yes. And, uh, Brother Danny, you're... All of your kids are involved this year? All five of my kids are all involved. All five of your kids. And Brother Larry, all four of yours. Yep. So between the two of your family, that's nine kids <laughs> in Bible quizzing. That is really, yeah. that is so cool. Uh, so uh, you, you are obviously invested in seeing our kids 
uh, get this inside of them. That's yes. so exciting. That's really cool. And both of these guys, they're not going to say this, but they're super talented. Like we're, we're sitting in front of kind of a janky uh, setup for uh, podcasts. And I do it because it's easy, not because it's the best, but because it's something simple. Uh, but both of these guys are sound techs. Um, they're anyway. They're really, really. They bring stuff to our uh, Sunday school class that really nobody else offers, and I love that. Uh, they're both, uh, like I said, they're both sound guys. But Larry is is a real techie geek. Yeah, let's put it that way, geek, which which <laughs> I, I admire. I think geeks are awesome. Um, but uh, you write software, you make Bible quizzing buzzers. Uh, Brother Danny, you play every instrument. I just found out you play the ukulele. No, no, not the ukulele. The, the cello. 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 You play the cello in church. Yeah. yeah. Uh, surprise. Was... Where did that Everybody come from? learned he played the cello when he played for the choir. For the first time. Yeah. That's that's quite a way to debut. That was scary. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, though. My debut of the cello would be like, uh, I don't know, at home, uh, well, to my kids or something. like that. That's, that's wild. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, thank you guys for being here. Uh, but we're going to talk uh, real quick before we go into our Sunday recap about uh, a topic that is near and dear to, at least it should be, near and dear to every Sunday school teacher's heart, which is preparation. And this hit home because I know, I know I'm know, i on this, this train of thought I can't get off it. But last week, uh, me and brother Bob Lee and Bob Beater and a few other guys, we went on a uh, fishing trip. And we went with Brother Tony Tapp. For those of you who don't know, the guy's just, he, he's one of the best fishermen I've ever met. Just unbelievable. He's been there, done that, all of it. He, he's, he's just incredible. But um, in the weeks leading up to this, this fishing trip, it was unbelievable the amount of preparation that not I did, because I, I was the one that could have used it, quite frankly. I haven't gone fishing ever deep sea like that, never. Uh, Bob Lee, it's been a while. Bob Beater, has been a while. But the guy that had done it the most was the guy that was the most prepared. And this is the, some of the stuff he did. First of all, he went through all his poles, made sure he had all the right ones, which he, he had all the right ones. He checked the weather conditions. Oh, he wow. checked to see what fish were biting. He checked to see where out in the water column they would be, how heavy the sinkers needed to be, what type of current they had, what type of uh, boat we were going to be, the captain. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> he knew everything. He, he knew the question to ask that I had never even heard. Like, why, why do you need to know this stuff? Uh, he told me what kind of clothes to pack. He told me everything. He, he literally sat in his garage with me and taught me how to tie the the ocean knots are different than freshwater yeah. knots like they're they're a different world apart and he said I, I want you to learn this here and and I won't go into that but I want you to learn this in the garage rather than on the boat it's mm, good so we'll talk about that in a second about like yeah yeah the difference in in, in the learning conditions um but in, uh, he gave me the right kind of seasick medication. In fact, he knew this stuff that he had taken years ago. He found somebody that knew somebody who worked at Kaiser who got this certain medication that he knew worked, and he gave it to me ahead of time. I didn't wow. even know what to get. I showed up at Walmart. I was like, do you guys have anything for seasickness? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> so I would have been in bad trouble. Um, he uh, Anyway, he gave me the right pull. He hooked me up in every way imaginable. This guy was unbelievable. Um the rest of us just kind of showed up. <laughs> like we didn't have a clue what we were doing. We borrowed poles, hope they showed up. Yeah, uh, you know, counted on others. Some of us didn't even pack the right for the league. I love the league, but he didn't even bring a jacket. You know, we're on an, oh, an uh, overnight fishing trip <laughs> on the ocean. Yeah, 
Um, we didn't know what to expect. We were not prepared. But Brother Tap, who had been there and done it for 35 years fishing, he was the most prepared and he took the most time. And I learned from that that I don't care how long you're in Sunday school or how smart you think you are or how long you've been doing children's ministry, that you can never be too well prepared. That's good. Yeah. In fact, the longer you're in it, the more you know that you need to prepare for. So um, I, I told you that he, he made me tie those knots in his garage. Mm-hmm. And he said the, the worst time to learn how to tie a knot is on a swaying boat. When the fish are biting and everybody's pulling in fish oh, and yeah. you're trying to try, tie that knot for the first time. Or, and that, I kind of came up with this myself, but, but like, you know, you go on a YouTube video <laughs> or you go online and learn how to tie that knot but never practice it. And the first time you do it is on a swaying boat because the boat was like rocking like crazy. Like it was nuts. Oh, yeah. But I've seen people do that. Like they prep their lesson and the first time they ever teach it is in front of a screaming class. You know, we have 100 kids in our classroom. The first time they ever break out their, their lesson is literally in front of a room full of nutty kids. Like, that is the worst place to practice. You know, practice at home, get the jitters out, get all work all the bugs out, and then go into Sunday school. I was like, you know, Brother Tap, I, I learned a lot from you. <laughs> that, was, that was good stuff. Good lesson. Yeah. Good. Um, so the best time, when's the best time? To start, like in an ideal world, if you had nothing else going on, when's the best time to start preparing for next week, next week's lesson? Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, yeah. Yeah. Because... When you're inspired. Well, inspired or you at least know what happened, right? Yeah. That's when you self-evaluate and say, what went well? What went bad? How did I contribute to both of those? And I want to be able to take this from, say, I got a 6 out of 10 this week. How can I get that to a 10 out of 10 next week? Like, what could I have done different? And so, yes, Sunday afternoon is ideal. It's not necessarily the time that we sit down and break out our uh, you know, lesson planning and, and going into everything, but at least we get it on the brain, right? right? So if you know, Larry, that you're next week you're doing the object lesson and you know that the subject is creation. It's not, but say it is. At least you know Sunday afternoon, that's my lesson, and for the next week, everything that happens is going to remind you of it. Everything. It's like the red car effect. You know, If, you, yeah. if you're about to buy a, a Mazda... You know, nobody in the world has one until you're about to buy one, and mm-hmm. suddenly the world is full of Mazdas. Like, everybody has one. Your next-door neighbor has one. Uh, your brother has one. You know, everybody has one all of a sudden. It's just because that's what you're looking for. And so now creation is everywhere. So every verse you look at, every anyway, any yeah. book you read, everything teaches you about creation, so you have more than, more than you can actually teach. But that's what I learned about preparation. Um, and... and it, how do you guys go about preparing? Like, what's what's some some tips you might give, uh, like a new Sunday school teacher on this is a this is something that you could try to to maybe uh, imp- improve your preparation for next Sunday. So uh, it helps in, in our class that you probably heard about the way we do our super class. There is a small portion of it. So depending on what you're doing, what the topic is, you'd be thinking about if I'm doing prayer requests and we're talking about Jonah and the whale. You know, we might bring that up as we're doing prayer requests and just be thinking about that. Obviously the object lessons want to tie into the lesson, but even even the the, the doing the rules, you might if we're doing Jonah and the Whale, we'll talk about, you know, funny and interesting rules that you can do related to fishing or being on a boat. <clears throat> Pretend the classroom's a boat. Fishing. Stay on the boat. <laughs> to fishing. Yeah, fishing. So um but yeah, if once once you know the topic and you're thinking about it, everything reminds you of it. That's what you just said. The, yeah. the, the prep honestly comes pretty easy. Right. The worst thing that could happen is Saturday evening, 
is to think, now what was I talking about tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember what I was doing. Am I doing the songs, I think? And what is the topic? And then you're tr- now you're cramming thinking, oh yeah. my goodness. There's no song that talks about Jonah in the well. There is. But but you know, whatever the topic, sometimes there it's a stretch to make one fit. But if you have a whole week to do it, something always comes to you. Yeah, and like for me, I like before I used to be that person like, oh man, what did I have? And I'm like, wait a second, I gotta look. I gotta look on the schedule. And that's I think one of the great things that we have is now that you're starting to do it so far in advance. I get that's it. a good point. Yeah. Is is it was on me because I was giving you guys now, we knew what, what we were teaching, right. but we didn't know who was teaching what portion of it. So that wasn't fair. And, you know, and I'm, I'm not even giving you that sometimes until Wednesday. That's not fair. So now instead of having a week to prepare from Sunday afternoon to Sunday morning, now you guys have like four days. Yeah. That's messed up. And, and like the way that, that you have it now, it's great. I love it. And uh, I think when we first started really implementing it was a couple of months ago. And I remember the first object lesson that I had. It was the mini object lesson back in May 2nd. And it was um, believing the promises of God. And I, I looked in. I was like, oh, man, I have the mini object lesson. What am I going to do? Believing, it, uh, believing God when he promises something. And I was sitting there. I got it Sunday. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm just going to think about it all Sunday. I was praying about it, and I was asking God, God, what can I do for the, you know, for the object lesson uh, for Sunday school? And then I think we had that uh, Redlands thing, uh, the children's ministry uh, workshop, and you and I think it was Delaney had a letter. Uh, oh no, yeah, yeah. And you, she was like, Oh, the letter. Are you going to read it? The letter no, no, from no. your best friend. Right? Yeah. And I was like, No, no, no. I'll read it later. I'll read it later. And bam, that's when it hit me. I'm like, Yes. And so that's what popped into my head because I've been thinking about it all week. And um, and so that's when I had those three letters that we walked around to each letter believing God about getting the Holy Ghost and, and with uh, Brother Furman, you know, when he was there. So, yeah, I just keep walking, keep walking, you know, and those letters. And that's what kind of gave me my idea for that, that lesson. And, but, yeah, I mean, just knowing the schedule, you know, is, is great. That's, I think that's probably the best way to one of the best sure. ways to prepare. Like, like you said, you, you can't go through even the same outline t- to find what you're going to teach that week. So, so if you know the lesson that you're teaching, I don't have the same three steps that I go through to find out what I'm going to teach. I, it, it, I never know. I could be driving down the road, and all of a sudden I'll be listening to an audiobook. Bing! Oh, there it is! I could be reading a book, or I could be actively searching it online and find it that way. But it's never the same. It's very seldom the same. Sometimes you just know. I'm like, oh, I got the perfect lesson for that. Uh, but but it doesn't always happen that way. But yeah, so preparing so, in advance. Yes, I'll just have to confess that I I'm um, blessed to have a wife that can think of Sunday school topics in her sleep. <laughs> so whenever I'm stuck, I just go straight to her. So um, <laughs> I'm not going to offer as a general resource, but it's nice to have somebody. She she's been in Sunday school for years. Her mom taught Sunday school for about 40 years. And so between them, they have so much Sunday school experience that I can always bounce ideas off them or get ideas from them. You know, that's a, that's a great point, though, is just talking to somebody about it, mm-hmm. it. They may not give you the idea, but at least they'll spark something a lot of times. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of people, uh, not a lot, but, but a couple of people might, might you know, text me and say, hey, do you have any lessons on this? Well, I don't. I don't have a clue. And I'll say, I don't know, maybe, and I'll just kind of throw something real back you know just something that really isn't usable mm-hmm. but it, it's enough to trigger something and then they, they build something great from there 
Uh, so sometimes just just a simple conversation with somebody is all you need to, to yeah. get it going. One thing I think is also to stay flexible. So I remember when we were doing peer pressure for the first time, and I was just looking at object lessons, and I actually, no surprise, you search for object lessons, you end up in Apostolic Sunday School a lot. And um, we ended up, I ended up doing Hank the Hanky, but but instead of you know sin entering his life, he had to deal with peer pressure. And so, uh, but it, it, what I'm saying is, a lesson you find is not going to be precisely for the rich young ruler, it may, right. but it may be, you know, something that can be easily adapted or maybe not so easily adapted. It takes some creativity, but you can definitely do it. Absolutely. But looking for the perfect thing. Uh, forever is just going to waste time. That's right. Absolutely. We, we take some pretty good liberties with the object of the lesson many times. Liberties in the sense that we'll stretch. I mean, we'll stretch a visual to fit just about anything. <laughs> in fact, I think I'm doing one on Father's Day um, that that I've never... I, it's, it's, it doesn't teach about Father's Day, really, but it can, and I'm going to stretch it to make it fit. But it's just, it's a cool lesson. I want to teach it. <laughs> Um, yeah, but we, we always know when Brother Philip has a new magic trick. <laughs> this one's not magic. <laughs> it shows up in the three steps of salvation. Well, he's absolutely Pick a card, right. any card. Because I go online and I try to call it, find any cool visuals. And if I can't figure out how to do it, I order it. Usually. I mean, if it's within reason. So I'll, I'll get it. And then I have no clue what I'm going to teach with it. But I almost always teach it the next week. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. You know, so if I'm teaching about compassion and it's like, uh, you know, the, 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 the uh, multiplying rice bowls, which I just got, <laughs> it's going to be cool. But I, I have no clue how it's going to teach that. But it can. <laughs> you twist it hard enough, yeah. it'll, it'll teach it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, last thing is we have a stat on the apostolic Sunday School website, which for those who don't know, it's a it's a uh, prep or it helps. It's a resource, resource. For, for Sunday school teachers. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a stat tells you when it's most popular. Mm-hmm. When, brother Danny, do you think a Sunday school preparation website is most popular? Not mm-hmm. not not optimistically. Not not Sunday afternoons. Yeah, uh, no. I, I wish it was Sunday afternoon. Uh, maybe Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. I think you guys are being generous. Maybe <laughs> Saturday night at 9 p.m.? How about Saturday night? Yes, it is Saturday night at 9 p.m. That's when it's most popular. Uh, so I actually wrote an article on that basically saying, this is not good. <laughs> Can't we please a little earlier? And it had a massive impact. It changed from Saturday at 9 to Saturday at 8. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Oh, moved up wow. the whole hour. A couple more articles and we're going <laughs> to... Might, might have it to Friday evening. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, that's that's enough about preparation. Speaking of uh, preparation, um, I was. Th- this is no way speaking of preparation. I was trying to make a segue, and that segue, I fell off the segue. Speaking of preparation, like, not that we were, but <laughs> supposing we had been. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go through our Sunday, our most recent Sunday. Um, so we do this every week. So people that we're not putting out the videos like we used to every Sunday, but we still want those that care to have a glimpse of what we did. And uh, what we talked about and how we came up with those different pieces. So this Sunday, I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. I was actually in Spokane, Washington. I'll talk about that in a, in a minute. Uh, but we talked about the Sermon on the Mount, the second four Beatitudes. Yes. Um, the merciful, uh, pure of heart, peacemakers, and they that are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Um, so we're going to go through the breakdown. We had a creative intro to start off the class, and that was your daughter, Brother Danny. And I believe you helped her on that. I did. Uh, so what we did was um, 
she last weekend she was like this. We were we were talking about. Uh, uh, let's see, what was it? The um, well, yeah, the, she had me in the skit. I don't know if that's what she's playing off of about being the only the poor can go to heaven. Uh, no, in it the was week. The well, other one. Um, she definitely was that, but she was. The meek. The, the meek. I'm sorry. And yeah, she there we came go. in very unmeek. Yes. She was, she oh, was and like she was singing. Last time, yeah, from yes. last week. So she came in. She, she really rocked that, that, by the way. She was so and, stinking good. And great. so, she, yeah, she went off of that still. She's like, Dad, I want to do that still. Kind of go off of that. Um, and then we can teach into what we were talking about the, uh, the peacemakers. So, what we did was she came in, not humble at all, not meek at all. And I'm like, Oh, you again. And so she was like, Yeah, you know, I just. Just wanted to see, uh, I'm still good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, you know, so we kind of, and then she started talking about her friend, um, that uh, sh- she was being rude and this and that, and she wanted to go fight her. And I said, well, you know, this, Whoa. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like okay. escalated quickly. While yeah, I and I'm gone. like, I'm like, whoa, 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 calm down. I'm like, calm down, you know, maybe you should listen to one of our, our lessons today, which is going to be about uh, Blessed Are the Peacemakers. And she was like, uh, okay. And so she ended up that that's how it kind of ended that that segment of of the creative intro. Uh, so, yeah. And then but we just kind of went on from there. She did a great job. She's. I, I got to say, brother Danny, it is really cool to see Sarah, who's pretty new to Sunday school. Yeah. She's. I mean, she's been in it what a year and a half, probably less. less. I would say less. But when she came in, she was not not introverted, but very shy. Mm-hmm. Um, more interested in what she could do behind the scenes. And thanks to COVID and what all it did to our class, she really kind of had to get out there, and, 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 and we needed every every person we could have, and there was no kids to control. Yeah. So anyway, she came out of her shell, and she has been such a great asset to the class. And Brother Danny, so I meant to say this earlier, but you got involved in Sunday school, and now you're involved, your wife's involved, your daughter's involved, your kids are all in the bus ministry. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible how just you, seeing you catch the vision now all of your family's involved. It yes. is it is so cool. So I'm sorry, I just deep oh, no, no, train okay. pretty hard. But yeah, Sarah uh, did the creative intro, and you were involved in that. And then we went straight into the rules with Brother Lee. Is that right? We did. We did. Now I think uh, sometimes it's more easy to be creative than others on certain like our rules. Bob Lee is always you never know what he's going to do. Um, so for this this week, uh, we did the rules, birthdays, and I think he had Brother Julian do all of his his uh, alternate language singing of yeah. that, um, and then the Bibles. But as far as the the uh, the rules and stuff, I don't think we did a whole lot with that. No, that it was right? it was basic same. Yeah, well, we, we were get, trying to keep a pretty short schedule because we were planning on sending out the kids early for uh, for singing. You know what? That, that, so so we had a pretty yeah, we quick time crunch, so yeah. we were moving through stuff pretty fast. And that's that's one of these things about Sunday school. The more prepared you are, the more time it takes. I mean, not 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 every time. It doesn't have to be that way necessarily. But the, anyway, it it feels like 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 you you don't have enough time. The more prepared you are, you have all this information. You have this great visual, and then someone's like, "You're done. Time's up." Yeah. Like, I just started. Yeah. Like I haven't even got to the good part. Anyway, uh, so. Ah, it's just the way it is. So we just need another three hours of class. Yeah. We went into a Sunday school song, mm-hmm. uh, action song. Yeah, Delaney, Delaney did Give It Away by the, Group Music. The queen of singing. Sister yes. Delaney yes. is just, she's a rock star. And, and yeah. this, was, this was a Sunday school where we had a, a visitor come by. 
and was so excited. They, they, they had a little girl, and when they came, they saw the church, they saw the classroom, they said, is this in the Lighthouse Church? And they got to see Delaney, and they were so excited. Delaney's like her favorite Sunday school personality ever. So I was in Spokane, and I get tagged on Instagram. And I look at it, and it's a story by her mom, who just like, uh, was it Avalon? Was it a name? Or I, I can't remember the name. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. I apologize. But and it just said uh, she's fangirling <laughs> over Apostolic <laughs> Sunday School. Uh, you have the people involved in it, and it, she had a picture of uh, Delaney, especially oh, wow. uh, Kim, and a couple others. But uh, anyway, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Cool. So yeah, um, Delaney saying "Give It Away" by S Group Group VBS Group Music. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard group music stuff, they're just really consistently good. They're they're almost all really solid. Um, then we went to a skit and a puppet show. Brianna Hinckley did that, and Brother Danny, you were involved in that too, if I remember. I was, yes. Um, so what it was was uh, she kind of jumbled. Uh, she said she was trying to speed read through the Bible, and she got to this point, uh, the Sermon on the Mount, and so she was reading the four beatitudes or the eight beatitudes. Um, the well, the four this week, and so she kind of messed them up because she was speed reading. So instead of the merciful, she said the mercaful. So she asked Brother Lee, since he was a scientist, if she had, if he had mercury, so if he can fill up a jar of mercury, because that's what she thought she said. It said because she was speed reading. Um, uh, the pure of heart. Uh, let me see, what did she do for that one? Um, I can't remember what she did for that one. Do you remember, Lily? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, But the peacemakers, so what she did for the peacemakers, uh, she brought, uh, she thought it said peacemakers, but she meant for um, puzzles. Ah. So she brought two boxes of puzzles, and she's like, oh, yeah, the peacemakers. So here, I brought some pieces of puzzles. And we're like, no, no, no. That's not what it. That's not what it is. It's peacemakers, like as in, you know, no, no fighting, being, you know, no, just making peace between everybody. And she's like, oh, okay. And so on the last one, um, she she did the they 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 uh, excuse me they who are peace, uh, persecuted for righteousness' sake. Um, so what she ended up doing with that, she uh, writes for light, and so she brought out a bright light game from like the nineties. And I'm like, she had a light bright? Yeah. yeah. I, don't know I haven't seen one it. of those in either. a long time. I was time. so amazed. I wanted to like steal a thumb yeah. anyway. <laughs> For all of you born before 1990, I, I, I have pity for you. Those things were awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, she did that. And that was kind of cool. Um, so, we kind of correct, kind of like corrected her on each of the one, each of the four uh, Beatitudes as she was going along. I read a lot of uh, books, not necessarily by apostolic Sunday school teachers, and not even by children's ministry at all, by by kids magicians or kids showmen. Mm-hmm. And they uh, there's this guy, he, he's just an incredible uh, kids musician. His name is, I know it's corny, but his name is Silly Billy. And he does all of these goofy acts that kids love. Well, one of his, his techniques that he uses, and he describes it, he tells you to use this because it's so effective. It's called the clumsy magician, mm-hmm. where you purposely mess up constantly and the kids correct you constantly the more you mess up the more the kids love it you trip and fall it's just hysterical you drop stuff they think it's so funny you miss say something you call a kid by the wrong name you it, it they think it's so hilarious like when i was in spokane i used one of his deals where i called a six-year-old up and i said how old are you and he said i'm sick i'm like oh, 
or six. He said, I'm sick. And I, I said, oh, my goodness, he's sick. Get a mask. COVID. Get rid, get this young man out of here quickly. He's like, I'm six. I'm six. I'm sick. I'm like, well, do you need an aspirin? And he's like, what? I said, you said, I, I know you're six, but how or sick, how old are you? And he's like, I'm six. I'm like, that's fine. How old are you? Anyway, it was really, it was so stupid. But the clumsy magician, they yes. really think it's funny. They really do. So that's exactly what she was doing there. Yes. And she, the more you mess up, the kids love correcting adults. Yes. They really do. And, and in the right setting, it's funny. Um, and then we went to the mini object lesson. Brother Danny, you had your hands in a lot of this. Yeah, he carried the slack while you were gone. I <laughs> gotta say. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it was good, though. Uh, so on this one, what I did was uh, I had the merciful and the pure of heart. So I had, uh, for my my merciful lesson, I, I kind of taught on how God's mercy... Um, I had a bucket of, like a good-sized bucket of water, and then I had a dropper. Um, and so I would suck up the dropper full of water, and then I would have another little uh, container on the side. And so what I did was I was talking about how God's mercy is, is like this drop of water. Every, every drop of water that I did was God's mercy, and to fill up that bowl would take forever, just drop by drop by drop. And, that, and I kind of explained how uh, God's mercy... Uh, mercies are new every day and you know he wants us to be merciful like him uh, to um, you know towards others and have compassion towards others and then we will receive mercy in return Um, so that was kind of that Uh, but like you were saying earlier like all the good lessons I had the time was so short and I was I prepared so good but um, and so I had to cut that one short because I only had two more minutes for the next one which is the pure of heart and with that one what I did was I had a bottle of water uh, and I was like you know this was this is our hearts how God wants our hearts to be is as pure and clean as this this bottle of water and so I opened and I drank it and um, I said oh you know this is how God wants us to be clean pure uh, and then I took some sand from the volleyball court and I poured it in there and they were like oh ew, that's gross ew. and I'm like but this is what happens when we allow our, our hearts to not be pure you know let it let it sin and then things like that get into our hearts and God God just it's not pleasing to God with our hearts this way um, so you know and then what the best part of it is that I told him at the end you know if we do have a pure heart and we do have a clean heart the best part is we get to see God you know and that's what his word says so that's what I did on my part for the mini that's object, cool. for the mini object lesson that was very good and then we did another song and this one was uh, Go Fish Go Fish I think it was Go Fish what was it all all of my heart, I think. Um, all of my heart. All of my heart by Go Fish. So those, she she tapped into two of the <clears throat> kind of uh, core groups that we tap into a lot. Go Fish has a lot of good songs. They also have some that we won't be singing in class anytime soon. Uh, so you got to pick and choose a little bit. Um, group music for the most part are all pretty good. Uh, just they may not be great songs but there's nothing bad you know go fish doesn't do bad songs either they just might be a little rocky for your style all right um for those who don't remember we're doing a podcast that we don't edit at all so if you hear something goofy going on we just let it fly and uh you you get to hear what we hear so all right uh next was the final lesson now brother larry you were uh doing the final lesson and the wrap-up yep and what did you what did you do so um we did the first one we did was the peacemakers so uh before the before the class we'd gone by the dollar store and got eight of the little small tea candles and so i just kind of laid them out on the on the thing and then i went through a scenario i said hey 
let's just imagine, we're going to talk about being a peacemaker today. And let's imagine you're on a basketball court and there's one guy that's really mouthy. And so I lit up one candle mm. and he's just there. And then I said, and he's really mouthy, but then somebody on the other team is also getting into it. And so I lit up both candles and now there's two people on the court. They're going back and forth. And I just went through this scenario where you got person after person who is, you know, the teammates are getting involved. And I brought in the parents and the coaches. It just, like, pretended to be, like, this whole amazing scenario is going on where effectively the whole town is engulfed in flames. And I just had eight tea candles. But they're all lit up and we did dim the lights. So it looked kind of cool. So... Um, I had Julian prepared, and I said, hey, Brother Julian, we've got all this fire here on the table. Well, we, we just, have you. Well, I'm sorry, Brother Larry, we just got crashed. is better. We're doing a podcast at the church at after Wednesday night service, <laughs> and we just got crashed by Sister Delaney and Billy Blair. <laughs> so all those weird noises you heard are Billy Blair <coughs> and Delaney Riker. Yes. So if you guys would like to call them out. For, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Larry, I'm sorry. So that was actually really good. So yeah. one troublemaker started a fire that spread through a bunch of people. Yeah. And that is how it happened. Left the whole town in flames. Wow. No. So, I've never quite seen it on that wise, but I have left many a basketball game when I was young really ticked off because of one guy yeah. that wouldn't keep his mouth shut. So what we actually, to, to end that part of it, I had uh, Brother Julian prepped, and I said, hey, Brother Julian, we, we need some help. We've got all this fire here on the table. Let's do something about it. And he said, oh, I know just what to do with fire. So he came out with this red bucket, and he started to throw it on it, but he turns the bucket, and it says gasoline. And he said, I just love fires. Let's make it as big as possible. And so he starts to throw the water. And I'm like throwing my body in front of it. And so it, it was just kind of funny. So the the takeaway was I actually picked up one of the candles and said, what if we some, there had been a peacemaker when this first guy was mouthing off? Is it easier to blow out one candle Ooh. or ten at once? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's and good. so I just picked up one and said, look how easy. If one guy had just mm-hmm. gone, gone over and put his arm around him and said, hey, it's okay. We're going to win this game. Or it, this doesn't matter. After this, let's go get ice cream or something. And it's easy to blow out one candle, so I just blew out that one. And then it just showed how it would have trickled down. And One peacemaker in that situation could have saved uh, the whole town from burning. Isn't it amazing how our Sunday school lessons tie in so many times to the to the to what's going on in the main sanctuary? Bob Lee brings this up all the time in the podcast, how, how what we teach ties in. But oh, Pastor yeah. is talking about the fruit of the Spirit. He just yeah. talked about being gentle, yeah. about gentleness. Tonight, Brother uh, Tim Adams is here, and he preached about... Uh, is called, they call it cave moments, but basically how we need to treat people of yes. God, not not the way we want to treat them, but but the way God wants us to treat them, which is gentle and encouraging. Yes. And even though you know, David was dealing with Saul, who was a just a big fat jerk, mm-hmm. he, he couldn't treat him the way he deserved to be treated because that's he right. was still God's man. So anyway, that's that's awesome. That, yeah. That's really good. So you're pure in heart. Yours was the the, 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 merciful the, the bottle that got the sand in it. Yes. And the tea. The, these are both visuals that the kids will take away with them. That's really cool. Yeah. And I like that concept of being able to, it's easier to blow out one flame than once they all get lit. Now yeah. you got a problem trying to put them out. Yeah. yeah. You've seen people try to blow out the birthday cakes with like 100 candles and they light their hair on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was one candle. There wouldn't have been a problem. Uh, that had nothing to do with what we were just talking about. <laughs> But yeah, so that's how we covered the Beatitudes. Yes. Oh, you got one more. I'm sorry. Yeah, so the, the other one was Apologies. was a, a little bit of slapstick. So I just had, uh, I just was talking about generically about, not, not generically, about being persecuted in school, standing up for righteousness. And while I'm talking, Brother Julian would stick his head out and he'd throw something at me. 
So you bounce wiffle balls at me. I don't even know why I got all hit with. Hit with. But I'm like, <laughs> what's happening, kids? What's, I don't even know what's happening. I'm being persecuted. And Julian says, I'm trying to give you a blessing. You're doing the work of God and I'm persecuting. It's going to be a blessing. So kind of a little bit of a slapstick, but just to let the kids know, hey, you know what? I'm doing the work of God. I'm being persecuted. That means there's a blessing in it for me. When you're at school and somebody's making fun of you for the way you dress, when you're, you know, inviting somebody to church and you feel like you look funny or you look different, then just know you're going to be blessed for this. That's good. So. Kids love slapstick. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not taking advantage of it, then, then you're losing out on a big part of class. Um, and then just just at the end of class, because we had just a little bit more time, I prepared a, a card, like a big poster for each of the eight Beatitudes and written out, blessed are the blank. And then I put it, and then uh, for theirs, uh, blessed is the blank. Uh, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Then I had the kids shout out. Oh, cool. And Each then one, at, yeah. at the end, right? So whoever got it, I had, they got to come up and hold up the poster board that said, Blessed are they. That's great. Poor in spirit. Blessed are they the mourn. Blessed are they. So we just recapped all the Beatitudes with them all in front of it. Had the class shout them all out. <clears throat> That's awesome. So. That's awesome. Now, I wasn't there to see it, and I'm sad I wasn't. Uh, I hate <laughs> missing Sunday morning. Uh, but we were at a uh, children's church still up in Spokane. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool when you go to other churches and see what they got going on because mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like you're in a bubble. Not not that you're, you know, you're not the only one doing Sunday school or, or the only one that cares about it, but it's really cool to see how other churches do it. Um, so they, they did Children's Crusade, they do it once a year, and they did it up really big. I mean, like big, big. They talked about being thirsty, and it was like a Hawaiian theme. When you walked in, it was Hawaiian everywhere I mean everywhere from the foyer to the platform it was it, they spent days and days decorating this place it was really cool um, so anyway they, they honored their uh, long term teachers any teacher that had been there over 10 years they did like a, a really cool presentation for them and there was one lady that had taught like 35 years and they actually they, they made a really big presentation for her and they had her uh, daughter and grandkids flown up, and she didn't know anything about it. And so they showed up and oh. ran up the aisle to her. So it was just wow, a really cool, cool, big moment for them. Um, uh, they did, of course, games in the foyer, songs in the church. Then we did a children's crusade. And, and, and one thing that was that was really cool, and it wasn't illustrated by this service alone, but we know how it is. Every children's service you have, it's so cool to see the adults that think they're there for the kids. And God points the lesson right at them. We don't do it intentionally. It's like God calls them out, and we see people get the Holy Ghost, Mm -hmm. adults in the altars crying, and this was a kid's deal. And they think they're safe, I think, is why it hits them so hard. Like They're they're like totally, uh, you know, their their, their, uh, guard is not up. (laughs) And God just just, uh, lays it to them. Seen it here, too, a couple of times. Happens all the time. It's (laughs) really cool. Uh, like when Brother Marx was here when he did that, that Holy Ghost rally here oh, the yeah, first yeah. one we did we yeah. had three adults get the Holy Ghost oh. relatives that were not there for anything for themselves they were there just to accompany <laughs> their kids and they got, all three got the Holy Ghost so it's the way it happens um, but then we went to one of their branch works and did the same thing at a branch work and this was something I have never seen before it is all Every single person in that church, as far as I know, is a first-generation Pentecostal, meaning they have no 
church background at all. There was like 80 to 100 people there. Oh, wow. Zero. To the point where we did the, that uh, I am a C, I am a CH, and then we made it fun. You know, I am a sing, I am a singing. Not one person even knew that I am a C. The, the, the that, original version. The original version that we've sang since like the 1920s. Nobody knew it because they were all first generation. They had zero, zero background in church. But it was really cool because uh, it was just raw evangelism. It was so cool. There was literally, this, this really happened. There were two bikers in leathers in the altar crying at the end of service for kids. <laughs> it was so cool. I mean, they've been it. coming for a while. It wasn't like that. That was their moment. You know, yeah. but, but it was just, it was, that's just the kind of raw evangelism they had going on. That's awesome. But anyway, it was really neat to see how God uh, moves in other people's churches. And we may not do everything the same as everybody else. And that's kind of the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we all should have our own flavor and we can all learn from each other. Yeah. I took so many pictures while I was there of all the different stuff that they did and their, their resource room and their, the way that they had their Sydney school store set up. It was just really cool. Really good ideas. And I'm going to, I'm going to, we can't necessarily do them all because our facilities don't warrant it, but we can tweak them maybe and use some of it. So anyway, so I think, I think that may be it unless you guys have more to add. We've been going about 41 minutes. Um, Brother Danny, Brother Larry, thank you guys again for being here. Uh, and for being in Sunday school for 10 years and six years and for another 10 and six years to come times times 20 we want you guys here (laughs) forever but thank you for everything and thank you guys for listening in and if you guys have any recommendations for what you want us to talk about send it to info at apostolicsundayschool.com any criticism or whatever just just tell us we just want to make this as good as we can and put out content that's worth listening to so anyway thank you guys we'll see you and god bless you in jesus name bye